Daddy, chill. Welcome to another episode of Pints and Stripes. I'm your host, Carlos V. Liverpool took on uh, Preston North End over the week. Liverpool beating them in the Carabao Cup, and they are now advancing in the to the uh, quarterfinals. It was a uh, 2-0 win for uh, Liverpool. The uh, three-goal away from home, the three-goals uh, away streak finally ends on this week. It was a uh, it wasn't a comfortable game, I would say. Preston, I feel like had a very good. They had very good opportunities to actually go up in the first half and, you know, maybe even winning it. But the team was very solid and uh, for sure retaining the ball, you know, Klopp, Klopp possession. Uh, they had the same amount of um, shots as Liverpool did with nine shots. I mean, even at times, you know, the whole first half, Liverpool didn't have a shot on target. So it was a uh, it was a tough match. Uh, we knew it was gonna be tough. It was a uh, it was a whole new lineup. It was very much expected. We, you know, it was gonna be no no starters were gonna play. We would have uh, would have assumed. Uh, Minamino opened up the scoring in the second half, and then Origi scored the second to seal their fate. <laughs> and what a goal uh, Origi scored! It was you know one of those classic Origi goals where he's just it's just gonna be talked about. And there's so many goals you just think of. Against Everton, you know the the goals he scored against Barcelona in that fateful night in uh, Anfield, and now this this beautiful back heel, and you know, like I said, it was a whole new lineup. The only two people that featured in this game that featured over the weekend were Jones and Ox. I feel like it was a good game for Jones to uh, get the start coming back from an uh, injury. It was good for him to to get the groove of things. You know, like I said, that our depleted midfield for sure. We uh we definitely need as many people as we can, especially in this next stretch where you know we've been playing three times a week, you know, over the weekend and then once during the week. So we definitely are happy he came back. Firmino, Jota, and Conante also uh, made the trip, but they didn't feature in this game. And uh, the 18-year-old Morton finally got his full debut. Finally started the match and played all 90 minutes. The last game he played in his in his uh, debut was against Norwich a couple weeks ago, in the uh, cup game as well, where he came in at halftime for uh, for Keita. He seemed very well in the midfield for his first start. He was holding the ball very well. He had very good pa- uh, pass success in it, which I think in the future will definitely benefit us, you know, in the style of uh, Klopp. So you know, maybe getting getting his uh, foot in for sure. Uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna be a good. Good piece, especially in the uh, in the cup games, and maybe even you know further on in in the uh, league this season when uh, the stretch you know where the strong stretch of Champions League, if we were to make it deep, make a deep run in it, he would definitely maybe even feature and bench, and who knows, maybe even play a couple minutes here or there uh, during the Premier League. Uh, Mane Mane didn't uh, make the trip, and he also he only came in as sub during the uh, weekend. I know he's had a uh, hit or misses during the uh, these last couple, well, this season actually, I should say, not these couple weeks. He's been a hit or miss, you know, and not just game per game, but it's literally in the same game. You know, a couple minutes he looks great, and all of a sudden he just slumps down. You know, a couple of minutes he looks great, he scores a goal, and then the next he just looks lost. And so, I honestly thought maybe he was gonna play this game to just to get in a little bit more of a form, but you know, he didn't even make the trip. So probably you see him over the weekend, especially with Atletico coming up next week in the Champions League. 
The uh, three-player takeaway I got from this game, the three players I want to probably talk about are, not probably, I will talk about, are Origi, Ox, and Gomez. So let's start with Origi. He scored another great goal, like I said before. Uh, he scored 11 goals in the last 15 cup games that we've had in the League Cup. So he's been he's been very, you know, he's been very well in our goal scoring uh, for Liverpool in the League games. He is now joint six with uh, Danny Murphy as the uh, all-time Liverpool's scorer list for the League Cup. The uh, only knocks I have of him on this game is that he didn't really, uh, he tends to do this a lot too, where he doesn't really come down a lot to fight for the ball or defend when it comes down. You know, he doesn't really hit the midfield. And he, that's what he kind of did this game. He stayed on top majority of the game. You know, he was just in his little zone. And I think at this point it's, Kind of safe to say, at least with our Liverpool team. I mean, he could definitely start, you know, in some mid-table team, at least in, in the Premier League, I still believe. But uh, when it comes to our style of play, I think he's this is literally what it's all he's going to be now, especially with Jota, Firmino, uh, Mane, and Salah always starting over him. Uh, I think this is literally all we're going to get for him, just cup games here and there. The only time I can see him actually playing in the Premier League will be in January when Mana, Mana, Mane and Salah are probably uh, getting called to play for their respective national teams and the uh, AFCON. But other than that, that's pretty much it. Um, one of the other players, Ox, with the uh, depleted midfield, this would be his most opportune time to try to get more minutes. He's only been featured, you know, throughout the season as a bench player coming up, you know, coming off the bench, a couple of minutes here and there. And yesterday would have been a very good opportunity for him to try to, you know, show, show Klopp that, hey, man, I'm still here. I can still do his things. The things that, I, you know, where, where he had brilliance prior to his injury. But, you know, in this game, it wasn't the case. He kind of seemed like he was forcing it too much. He was trying to do too much. I think he he knew that there was an this was an opportunity for him, and he overdid it. The only thing that we can see from him was his uh he's very well known for his shots from outside the box, and he had one in the second half, but it was uh it was wide. But other than that, he was very quiet. So I mean, at this point, I think as well, it's he's much gonna be a cup guy, and unless injuries you know the way it is right now injuries he's probably down in the uh in the chart in the uh, midfield for him and then the last but not least speaking of down the depth chart is uh joe gomez joe gomez what a honestly feel bad for the guy you know before his injury he was he was a mainstay start mainstay starter with van dyke i think everybody saw you know the back four with bravo van dyke joe and trent that back line with you know, at that time, we're like, damn, man. I mean, we were the best uh, defense during that time, but he got injured, which has happened a lot in his career. And ever since he came back, he's just been, he hasn't been really, really bad, but he's had some mistakes that at this point with his, with his, I mean, he's 24 and, and he's had a lot of experience both in Champions League and the Premier League. You would think that he, he would, he wouldn't be making these little silly mistakes or things like that in this game. The two very clear goal opportunities that Preston had came off of him. Uh, the first one, he dove in, and then with the simple one-two pass, Preston uh, got, got got him out. And that's when they attacked, and it was a one-on-one. And luckily, uh, what was it? Uh, Brad Potts uh, missed it, and, and, and Adrian was able to save it. And then after that, the second... When he messed up in was he uh, he had the ball and he stepped forward trying to you know I don't, I don't know what he's trying to do with it but he had the ball and he uh, he was robbed by the Preston player and which again they couldn't find the back of the net off of him but you know those two goal those clear goal scoring opportunities by Preston came off of him which I mean even if you look at the at the uh, lineup that we had 
um, when it comes to the defense, the defense, you know, we had Adrian who has experience. I know he's not that good. <laughs> I know he's not the best, but you know, he has experience. So if, Hey, as long as he has one good game, fuck it. That's all we need him for. So he didn't do bad yesterday. Well, this week and Williams is the only one who doesn't really have that much experience. But then you had Mati and then during the halftime, they subbed in Phillips, who Phillips probably should have gotten the start over Gomez at this point. I mean, or sorry, he should have gone subbed in for Gomez uh, and then Simikas on the left. So we're talking about good players that, that have had the experience. And, and it's not like a defense that shouldn't that should have been, you know, Gomez should have had more. So what I'm looking for. He should have been more calm, more confident with his defense. And he just kind of, he kind of seemed the weakest out of all three and four, you know, with Phillips once in the second half. He, uh, he seemed the weakest. He looked the worst out of, out of everybody for sure. You know, he's only started three games this season, two of them coming in the cup and one of them in the Champions League. And every other game he's come up as a substitution, a substitution, which has been four times in the season. So I don't know, man, uh, I'm not saying we should give up on him. But honestly, at this point, I honestly feel like he's the last center back in our depth chart. Uh, I feel like Van Dyke is for sure a starter. At this point, Matip has been doing very well since this season. So I feel like he's the starter. Gonante had a very excellent game against uh, United this weekend. So I feel like those three are going to be in the, you know, the rotation. And then honestly, the way Phillips was playing last season, he's not the greatest man. But for cup matches, I feel like he could definitely uh, probably be a starter over Gomez. Gomez's only edge that I see that he has over, you know, the other two or three players is that he can play the right and the left back as well. He's not as good going up, but, you know, if you need him defensively, he, he can he can definitely do the job if either Robbo or Simikas or Trent are out in injury or you know just substituting him for the game so uh, i don't know man i mean his contract ends until 2024 the same year as my so i don't know at this at this point if I alone might do him good alone for sure might do him good he's only 24 years old you know his contract ends in two years which put him up to 26 years old if he were to go out alone and get more regular time hopefully he comes back to the uh, player that he was before the injury but if not might be it, man. I, it, the team seems like it outgrew him as well as, you know, Ox and, and Origi for sure. So those are my takes on those uh those three players. And uh, so this weekend, this upcoming weekend in the 10th uh, match week, we face uh, Brighton at home. Finally, a home game. Brighton hasn't been doing too shabby this season. They're in a European spot as of now with uh, 15 points in fifth place. They haven't had too much of a good run, though. They've tied the last, well, sorry, out of the last four games, they had three uh, draws in a row and then lost last week to City 4-1. The only positives that I see out of this is, you know, it was the first time in 43 Premier League games, which is wild. In 43 games, it's the first time they got scored on four times. And it's again, it was against a very good opponent, you know, very high, high profile attack that is Man City. And it's not too shabby for them. And then out of the last six matches, Liverpool have won four out of the six, only with one draw. But the thing, the uh, most recent ones, which was uh, last season, Brighton defeated Liverpool 1-0 at Anfield, and then they tied 1-1. So Brighton got four points out of the possible six points. So they're looking to um, they're looking to beat Liverpool for the first time back to back. So they have that a little extra motivation, and you know for sure keep up uh, keep up in the. Uh, 
European spots that that they've been having. With the injury news, Milner's out, and of course, you know, Elliot's still out. But uh, the good news is that Thiago seems to be coming back. So I feel like in this game, he will likely feature as well as Fabinho. Maybe Thiago won't be a starter, but I feel like he might come in. I feel like the midfield might be Hendo, Fabinho, and Curtis Jones in that midfield and then kind of rotate around because we do have a very tough match uh, the week after, well, a couple of days later against uh, Atletico. So he's going to for sure uh, rotate the the midfield around uh Keita's also supposed to be uh was supposed to be training so we're for sure gonna probably see him um probably see him go in the game and honestly the way Keita the last two games you know against Atletico and United we've seen his defensive liabilities I feel like maybe he might start in Brighton and maybe have Thiago or Fabinho a little bit more a little bit more solid in the defense uh start against Atletico next week but <laughs> getting a little ahead of myself but yeah uh, my prediction for this game, I still think the the way we've been playing, I honestly feel, and then with the crowd at home, you know, coming off, you know, very big wins, I feel like Liverpool will hopefully easily take this uh, three and win uh, 3-0. And the only other big match I would say other in this week will be to keep an eye out for is uh, United against Spurs. That should be uh, Saturday as well. It's one of the later games. It's going to be interesting to see if 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 Tarnam win. Um, what's uh, Ole's? What you know? What, what's going to happen to Ole? So, should be interesting. Uh, other another football news around the world. Komen got fired. As we all heard, Komen got fired after losing one zero against Rayo Vallecano. And we all know Barcelona's in shambles. The club is just it's just bad. You know, structurally financially and you know when it comes to you know the football side of things but he was he was just the worst coach uh when it comes especially when it comes to the number i mean not everything's numbers i know i'm throwing a lot of numbers out there but not everything's numbers but i mean he was the worst coach in recent times for barcelona you know in the last what 20 years or so um where he only gained 1.96 points per match which was the uh, lowest out of all the coaches that have been there since uh frank rejard and you just I mean, the fact that he put Piquet as a striker, that's just, I know sometimes you try to, you know, throw a curveball, as they say, but putting Piquet as a striker is just, uh, you for sure shocked the world with that move at that, uh, in that game. So he's no longer coach, and so now they're going to be looking for a coach. And, and then when it comes to, to big uh, coaches, it, there's only so many names that are out there. But this morning, uh, there's been news or reports saying that Xavi agreed that Xavi will become the next Barcelona coach. He's still in Al-Sad. He's still under contract with them. They're trying to keep him, but it seems like it's going to happen eventually, whether it be this season or, you know, at the end of the season where Xavi will probably end up going to Barcelona as coach. He got questioned, but he says, you know, he's not focused on that or anything. But, I mean, I think everybody knows that that that's where... I mean, we all knew that was his uh, end goal, his end game. He's won seven trophies with his team. So, I mean, he might do good. I hope he does. He seems like a very a very smart smart guy. Seems like a real, uh, seems like a uh, good coach. But, you know, we've, we've had, you know, especially in the Premier League, we've had player, player coaches that have not turned out so well with uh, Lampard and uh, now Ole. So... We'll see how that goes. Uh, they haven't said anything yet, so it's all just uh, speculation. Yeah, so uh, that'll be it. 
let's hope for another three points, three more games before the uh, international break. So let's hope we uh, we do good. We uh, finish the next three games strong, uh, starting with Brighton this weekend. We're at home, so hopefully that home crowd can definitely give us that that uh, extra surge, extra power that we've uh, definitely been wanting to uh, play in front of the fans for. And that's basically all I have today. Remember, you guys can listen to me on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. I'll talk to you guys uh, next week, Monday or Tuesday. Thank you for listening. Oh, 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 oh,